Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. Whitey, again, that motherfucker just hit a third. Suck my dick, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. And KG. It's, it's tough. As I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. Ooh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. We are recording on Sunday, Mother's Day. Um, we're going to talk Bruins and some Celtics, do a little draft for you guys, but the most important thing from all three of us is happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there. And then um, if if your mother's no longer with us or something, you know, obviously that's special to you, too. So happy Mother's Day to all those people. Love all of them. For sure. Yep. Super important. So get that there. And uh, we hope you guys had a wonderful Sunday and uh, Monday morning now. Um Reaction of the Bruins? Let's start with that oh. because I think there's a new guy. I mean, you got to be having a different feeling after this. I mean, yeah, I Christ, you were done. Me. You were ready. You were ready to here. Um, I am <laughs> just super ecstatic with how they play, dude. I mean, they came out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Gola. Just bucks on that. Uh, right? So what? I like. I think it was like after the first or second game. I can't remember which one it was. I made the comment. I said I think the third and fourth line. Is giving him the best scoring chances throughout the, the series. Well, here's the deal. In games one and two, Pasenak, Bergeron, and Marshawn had three total points combined. The two wins in Boston, they had 16. There's really not much else to Pretty, say. I mean, when them three guys are going, the Bruins are Bruins are rolling. They did it today without Hampus Lindholm, who's probably the second best defenseman. Charlie McAvoy was out for he had COVID protocol. I can't believe they're still fucking testing people and the goddamn mm. players for this shit. So he was out. So they were playing like they were down to like their seventh and eighth defenseman as far as on the depth chart. They come out, play a great game. Uh, Swayman is, I think Swayman's the guy moving forward. He just looks yeah. better than Allmark. I I wouldn't put all the you know all the goals in games one and two on Allmark, but Swayman just looks. Looks a lot more comfortable in that right now. Um, and then you get that, that top line rolling again. I think it was halfway through game three. I think either after the first or second intermission, uh, Cassidy decided to move Pasenak back up with Bergeron and uh, Marchand, and the rest is history from there. They've been rolling. Today was a fucking penalty fest. I think there was like 14 oh power God, plays or something nuts. like that. But, um, no, bees look good. Whole different series. Um, obviously, you know, you get a best of three now. So. Got to steal uh, one in to, Carolina. Yep. We got to steal one in Carolina. Down to, you know, Celtics need to steal one in Milwaukee, and uh, Bruins need to steal one in Carolina. That's just what I, it comes down so to. So, I don't. Did you watch any of the game today, Shory? Yeah, I watched probably probably half of it, and then I went and did some yard work. Kev, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't watch any of it? I didn't even know they were playing today until you talked <laughs> about it. <laughs> so I was like, this might be like just because we were talking about, and for everybody, we're going to do like a draft, a starting five later this episode of things that piss us off. Um, this one won't be on it for me. But one thing that drives me absolutely bananas about a hockey game is whenever there's a face-off, I swear the ref has to fucking throw a guy in the face-off every single fucking face-off. It drives me nuts. It's like, listen, dickhead, just drop the puck. They wouldn't be like fault starting or whatever they call it. Just drop the fucking puck and we don't have to deal with this shit. I hate it so much. And then the guy looks so smug about it. He just like points and like, get out, get out, get out. I'm like, you stupid fuck. I hate it so much. But no, the Bruins, man. Like I said, that first line is clicking. They're moving. Swayman looks comfortable. So um, I was not, I did not like their chances um, after game two. Uh, I'm no, so I wrote little, them off. I was ha- like. Yeah, me too. I usually watch I, every Bruins game like through and through for the playoffs. And, you know, I probably watch a third of the season, regular season. But after the first couple of games, I was like, well, I guess it just isn't a year. So, and I really haven't got yeah, into it. 
stupid me. I'm still I'm still not sure. I obviously you you need to see them win on the road. I mean they they just been they got demolished down in Carolina. It's a tough place to play. So we'll see how they come out and respond mm-hmm. on. Um, if they can carry some of the momentum on Tuesday night, uh, that's a big thing. I feel Carolina, like if they can get a goal first, it will be huge for yeah. them. I think especially Tuesday night on the road. If they can if they can score the first goal and try to get that crowd kind of quieted down yeah. um, and keep some of the momentum, you know, build off some of that momentum from, from today and uh, Friday night, that'll be huge. Um, but, yeah, no, a completely different conversation from the last time we spoke. I was ready to just cash it in. <laughs> there hasn't the, even been a close game in the series. I mean, like, uh, it hasn't been like an exciting finish in the series, basically. Every no. game seems like it's three or four. Yeah, it's one way or another. Up. Yeah. And it, it, honestly, it's like I, you guys probably haven't made, paid too much attention, but it seems like that away most of the most of the uh, series right now. Like, uh, I got Tampa and Toronto one, and that's been a complete blowout every single game. Like, five one, yeah. five nothing, six to one. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of the playoffs really haven't been super exciting yet. I mean, they have a few games um, that have gone into overtime that have been close ones. But uh, so far, it hasn't been great. Speaking of refs in hockey, um, Wes McCauley is probably the top ref in the NHL, lives in South Portland. So if you want to come have a word with him, come on down. I'm sure he'll uh, not listen to a thing you have to say. Fighting! <laughs> Two-minute fighting penalty. He is awesome. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. He's so animated Legend about in the shit. hockey world. I did not know he lived in South Portland, so that's uh... yes, he does. Well, how, do you, how do you know that? I went to the main Hall of Fame with Bernard, and he was also in the same one. Um, but and he's just a hockey legend. And like, if you talk to people in South Portland, they all know. And he had a daughter, I think, that graduated a couple years ago. Um, that was a really gotcha. good hockey player. Um, yep. But Wes McCauley is known legit probably as the top referee in all of NHL. Um, um, but for his like no nonsense kind of stuff and just straight to the yeah. point. And, uh, but he's yeah. South Portland guy. And then uh, the Celtics, on the other hand, um, they're down two one. I, uh, I missed the entire game. I had to go to my niece's prom, her senior prom. So I missed it. Um, that, the first game, game one, I was at my father-in-law's watch the game. They they lost. That one I wasn't able to watch much. I watched a little bit of the first half. They lost. The whole Brooklyn series, I was at home. Game two, I was at home for, for this series. I'll be parking my ass right on my couch for the next games until they win the championship. Mm-hmm. Which is, That's again, it. what are they playing? Tuesday again? Monday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, oh, and then was... Sunday if it's game seven. Oh, bro, it's a Tuesday. That's what I was looking at, right? Pretty cool of them no, to Bruins, do that. The though. Bruins are Wednesday. Oh, fuck. The Bruins, the Bruins play Tuesday. Yeah, They're Tuesday, road, as I said. Though. Okay, so that's awesome yeah, yeah. that they do that though. Where it's not, I've seen years past where they've had them the same night, and it's all, it's sucks. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean that so game was remember, completely a game of runs. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Saw this game. It was just. It seemed like the the Bucks like got a pretty good lead there. I think it was even in the fourth quarter, and like. NBA is always like that, though. It's like a game's never out of contention unless it's like 20 points in the fourth or something. Like that. And even some then, it's, yeah, it really it's, is. Still come back. But yeah, that was a completely game of runs with some pretty big plays at the end there. Yeah, I mean, that was one of those we talked about it the other night. And I think Shory and I kind of made a comment about how we, you know, you kind of need Giannis, I think, for Milwaukee to kind of go into like God mode. And I feel like that's what he did most of this game. He, like I said, he just got to the rim. Anytime he wanted to, for the most part, I think he ended up with what forty-four or something like that. Forty-two. Um, yeah. Uh, forty-two. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was. What do you guys think about the the shoot the foul on uh, Smart at the end of the game? Was it shooting or not? Yeah, I mean, I feel like for I, most of the year, I feel like they have been calling that as non-shooting the, foul. Because they no, made they instituted that rule. They instituted the rule where you can't drag the through. ball up through. Yeah, and I don't know if that's what they were calling. But, but and I, I don't know. I mean, I, obviously it's a little bit different. Like when you slow things down. Mm-hmm. But it seemed to me like Smart had left his feet when he was like. It's almost like he was ripped. Like had left left his feet and the ball was still ripping through. Yeah. Had the so Celtics already used their challenge at that point? They used it the play before and won. From what I've read, right? I think it was the play before they read. And then 
they just came out with a two-minute report. I just read it before I came downstairs um, to record, and the NBA said that it was the right call because the ball was still in the shooter's pocket before it even went up. He got contact before the ball started going up. So even though he kind of left his feet, the ball was still in his pocket, never, never got moved up before the first contact. So I, I don't really – But you know what? I was yeah. weird about that, though. So many like calls they that go 50-50. That. That's, but that's one thing I hate about the NBA. Another thing yeah. I, I fucking can't stand. Right, so the ball's in the shooter's pocket. He's getting ready to shoot, but you don't call it a shooting foul. But you can follow a guy. He can take two steps, fucking shoot, throw a floater up, and they call it continuation. Like, it makes no sense. It really doesn't make sense at all. Like, and then, and then it depends I, on the player, right? If that if that's Giannis taking that, doing that and he gets hit, it's 100% three, three shots. Yeah. Um, that's I my biggest that. issue is that just like, because it's didn't you know, on the player – don't, I had said know, that I, I thought um, if that was in Boston, they would have gave him a shooting foul on it. But right. since it was in Milwaukee, they kind of go towards the crowd. I think that happens a lot. Yeah. Outside yeah, of that, though, in the suit. Oh, I was going to say outside of that, how bad did Tatum stink? I was just going to say that, dude. Outside, I'm like, Tatum needs to get the, his thumb out of his ass. Like he's well, been fucking terrible. He knows I had the night but off. He, been, he, he really, he really hasn't been good in a couple games. He wasn't great in game two. I've said this before. I mean, Drew Holiday is the best defensive player Brown. in the NBA. I do you think that Drew that. is making it hard. Um, I said it right after game one, and I, I mean, I said it because of what I watched last year with him on Devin Booker too. And he also was, you know, one of the main guys. They had Tucker, and last year when they had Tucker, they had Tucker and. Drew Holiday guarding Durant, and I was like, oh, my God, his hands are just so fucking good. I, it, it, you got to find ways. I mean, he's got to find ways to run, and, and and Tatum has to be willing to do it, but he has to run off screens. He has to move without the ball before he gets the ball um, just to get some mismatches, get some Brooke Lopez's on him and stuff like that. But even even when they do that, I think that they're going to run d- doubles at him. So he's going to have a hard time scoring. This isn't going to be like the series where he, put, he drops 50. Milwaukee's probably the best defensive team other than Boston. Uh, Milwaukee and Phoenix are probably the best defensive teams, um, right along with Boston. So, I mean, I think this is going to be a hard game for him to hard series for him to put up like the 50 or the 40, 45 game. He's going to need help. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he necessarily needs to put up, you know, 45 no, or 50. He, 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 needs, a, he needs to score 25. Oh, no, like, he can't, no doubt. you know, I know, I know what you're saying, but like he just, I mean, what was he like four for fucking 20 shooting or something oh, like that? Disgusting. Four for 19. No, yeah. He's going to have to do better than what he played. Um, I think there's games where, like, if he plays, you know, the Heat or if he plays Philly, I think that he'll have games where he drops, like, 40-45 and just puts a team on his back in the fourth quarter. I don't think this is the series where he's going to be able to do that. Maybe once he'll be able to do that. He, I mean, obviously Holiday is a nasty defender, but Tatum, I think it was just a bad shooting night. That's all it was. Yes. I don't, I don't think he contributed to defense. He had shots at the rim. He had shots mm-hmm. in the paint that, like, weren't even contested, and he was just missing. They were, like hitting the rim six times and falling off. It's just, it was just, wasn't his night. And yeah, I expect him to drop 30, you know, tomorrow night. But. Yeah. And at 24, and that's, the thing, those are things that happen. Yeah. And as I say, too, like it really, at the, even despite the whole foul, the foul, non-foul, whatever you want to say, the, the Celtics had a pretty damn good opportunity to tie it up there. Yeah. They had like three, three attempts on after smart missed that foul shot. And then they had Horford made it, but it was just, you know, whatever, a 10th of a second too late. Um, but yeah, no, it was a pretty exciting game. I think I caught the, the, the second half of it. I didn't watch too much of the first half, but um. I, I think um, there's I think this year in the NBA is pretty cool because there's so many like really good teams and there's no team that's really like a lot better than the others. And I think I underestimated the Bucks to be honest with you, because like this team is nasty, even without Middleton on the on the yeah. floor. Like this team yeah. could easily I think this the way they're playing at Celtics. I think the Celtics were playing as the best team in the NBA. But the way the Bucks are like just handling them and like making this a series without Milton, like this team could win the championship without him. Defense, man. They, well, you know they, I, they get it done. I was, gonna, I was gonna say, and I think what what happens sometimes with some of these teams, like the Celtics, they're, they're so like they're so good defensively, and then obviously Milwaukee is too. Sometimes I feel like teams that are like almost clones of each other have a hard time playing against each other, or one of them mm-hmm. does. And yeah. I think that's what we're seeing with Boston right now. I I think they're just having a hard time playing against Milwaukee because Milwaukee's so good defensively. And Tatum's just not, you know, not doing what he needs to because, like you said, Drew Holiday is a, is a fucking beast. Like, so, I, I, I don't know. I think that um, if, you know, if the Bruins were playing, not the Bruins, I'm sorry, the Celtics were playing 
the Sixers this round, it could be, you know, who knows? They could be up 3-0 again. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just think it's yeah. styles like factor so much into these matches. Oh, they're clashing. That, no doubt. You know, it, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's a battle. I I think yeah, I still have confidence that the Celtics pull this out, but uh, I wonder if Middleton comes back and will they come out, like will he come back and be off the bench? Really, how they're gonna play that? Because obviously, I think that he's just a, a an ISO. He's probably their best ISO guy, where they can get a guy, you know, with ten like eight seconds on the shot clock, give him the ball in the corner, and he can go to work and get that bucket. So, and that's kind of what Milwaukee misses. Even you know they're putting up points right now, like they're doing it with. Giannis going at the rim and kicking it out and then being able to get a shot that way, but they don't have a guy that can just create any shot from, no. you know, anywhere on the court. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, what well, and even if he comes back to, I mean, don't get me wrong, like 20 minutes of Middleton is better than no Middleton, but you know, you kind of wonder he's been out for as long as he has, like how mm-hmm. effective he's going to be, where his stamina is going to be and all that other stuff. But I think if you're the Celtics and he does come back, you just kind of like, and I, this series is probably going seven, so I guess it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But I was going to say, you probably don't want to, to drag this series out too long and let him get his legs and he starts get you know, no. playing a lot more minutes. But um, I don't know. I feel like, and I, maybe we're just putting, like, uh, counting our chickens before they hatch and everything like this and discounting what Miami's done. But part of me just feels like whoever wins this series is going to come out of the East. The Sixers with Embiid back is... Uh, they're a different team, obviously. I mean, he's probably going to win MVP of the league this year. So yeah. they're playing pretty solid right now. Um, I, I wanted to touch yeah. on like them and the Mavericks, like just how much home court and having him be back. But I thought the well, Mavericks were going to get swept. Honestly, I just didn't think they had anything to do with the Suns. But that's a series. The 76ers this game, they're probably going to win. That'll be a series. Uh, it's, got some good Maxie, stuff man. right now. I just think like what I was saying, like with it be like, I know he, could, he had that orbital fracture and he said he has like a thumb injury or whatever. And it seemed like towards like the before he had the orbital fracture situation, he just just seemed a little limited on what he was doing. Like that hand was bothering him. So like I'm just saying, as the series as this playoffs go on, I feel like somebody like himself, it, it could take a toll on him. And it just you know you question and if and if he's not as effective as he is or as he can be, the Sixers are obviously a completely different team. Yeah, he's. I, I mean, he's reading... probably a top three to five five player in, in, in basketball. Um... So that Philly might be begging James Harden to not take his uh, player contract um, because he's set to make $47 million next year. Um, And Maxie might be a better player right now. And with Tobias Harris uh, and Bede and then Harden, I don't think they'd have enough money to sign Maxie. And I think that the players, I think the team would would rather have Maxie now. So I mean that kid's but, balling I mean, there's, out. There's no, the playoffs. there's probably no way Harden declines that, right? Because he's not going to get that on the. He won't market. decline that, and Maxie's not a free agent until after the year. But uh, I, there's some weird stipulations to it. I I don't really know. It's a it's a w- really weird contract. They said uh, the way it works is like he already agreed that he would sign another max deal after that, like verbally to fill like, which means nothing. I but um, I think they have Maxie for another two 30. more years. Okay. Yeah. He's a restricted free agent after the 2024 season. Right. So. so that's the thing, though. That that makes it hard for them. So if another team gives them max money, they'd have to match it. They have to match it. But it'd still be it's still two more seasons. So. Okay. I don't know what I don't know what Harden's deal is, but. Okay. Yeah. Hey, do you know like? And I know it's like Harden stinks, in... by the way, right now. Like he's kill he's hurting them almost. With a restricted restricted free agent situation. Like, I know it is, like, in hockey, like, if somebody signs, like, is there a restricted free agent and say somebody gives them, like, a, depending on the dollar value, there's draft draft pick compensation tied to it. So, like, if somebody gets, like, if you have yeah. a restricted free agent, they get, like, eight years, eight million a year. One team could get, like, three first-round picks or something like that, I don't know, whatever yeah. it is. Do they do that in the NBA? I don't know. They do it in the NFL, too, because the Patriots trying to sign Emmanuel Sanders when he was, like, 24 years old after his first. Right time and they had to give up a third round pick to do it but uh the Steelers ended up matching it but i don't know if the nba does it and picks are could, kind of weird yeah. in the nba if they're not top 10 be, they're really available i could be wrong on that because like it, it seems like they wouldn't do it because there's only two rounds in the nba for the draft so yeah like yeah. This, i think there's like the way it works in hockey like if depending on the dollar value you give out 
you can you may almost you, I think it's like three or four first round picks for like certain dollar values on guys if you if it's like a uh, max deal it's like it's fucking nuts. Um, so I did I just didn't know how it worked in the NBA. Like I said, I mean I don't pay too much about the NBA draft because it's kind of shit. But yeah, after the lottery, yeah. Um, what did you guys do? Well, oh, so sorry, G. What else did you want to talk about, Dallas? Uh, well, no, I was just – I thought that the Sun series, I thought yeah, they were going to sweep series. them, honestly, um, and now it's 2-2. I just – home court advantage is massive, and I think if you're not – if you don't watch basketball a lot, or even if you do watch basketball, I don't even know if you could name more than, like, two players in the Mavericks. You know what I mean? I know Luca. That's it. You know Luca exactly. Yeah. And, uh, but he's Brunson, just – is he on them? Jalen he's Brunson's on them. He's been playing really well. Going to get some money after the year, man. Yep. He's been playing really well. Um, who, uh, did, did Dorian Finney-Smith, he go to Florida? Am I wrong on that? Yeah, he did. He had a big game today. So he's trash. Um, <laughs> he was not, he, he actually was not very good at Florida. Like he like had potential and he just never like grew into it. And then he left early. I was like, what are you doing? But he's been good in the NBA. Yeah. So anyways, I mean, that's just. It, like Chris Paul's had some weird games the last two games. Uh, he had like six turnovers in the first 12 minutes on game three. Yeah. Yes. Uh, today's game, he fouled out with like 10 minutes to go in the game on a absurd foul call. First off, he shouldn't have been fouled out on the play, but it was, it was incredible, but he's just had some, he's had some odd games for him, you know? Um, but I guess that's usually what he does. He gets to the playoffs and chokes. He's done his whole career. So yeah. Yeah. It's no, there's no surprise there. And yeah, the 76ers I think probably... are up on the Heat at halftime, so that's that should be two two by the end of the day too. Could mm-hmm. be. And then and then Gola was just telling us before we got on air that uh, in the Grizzlies Warriors Morant maybe is not playing Game Four, and if that happens, then the Warriors will just win the next two games easily. So yeah. I wouldn't say easily because they were what like twelve and zero without Morant this year. It's really yeah. weird, but I mean, I don't, I, I do agree. I think that that Golden State would beat them, but I do think it's weird that they've been like twelve and zero without them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like sometimes with that, I mean, you have Ja, who's like an absolute stop, but sometimes you're just like, you're not so reliant upon one guy to do stuff. You're like able to spread the ball around and just like take, actually take what's there and take the open shot and do that shit rather mm-hmm. than run it, run it, run an offense through one guy. So. Um, but I mean, obviously they'd rather have job play. I mean, that's right. obviously not, I'm not saying they would not, but, um, yeah, it'll be, what did you guys think of the, the whole play? You didn't think, did you think it was dirty? Did you think it was like, no, not a big deal? I mean, I know. I uh, thought it was a no big deal. They broke the guy, the guy, was it the coach from Memphis that they broke the code or something like yeah, that? What fuck's he talking about? Yeah. No, and I don't think it was bad. I think no. the dumbest thing is Memphis. I think that happened with like four or five minutes left in the game and Memphis was losing by about 20 or 25 points. And like at that point, why is Moran even in there? That's my take on it. So. Yeah. And you see, you see Clay Thompson's comments afterwards. He's like, they, they're talking about like uh, breaking the code, but they like undercut yeah. Gary Payton on that foul, like on the fast break and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like that series is actually is is pretty is getting pretty nasty. I mean, it was yeah, like Jump Street, but mm-hmm. it's getting. That's what usually happens when you have a big dog up top, and the little dog wants to be there with that big dog, mm-hmm. and it usually gets chippy because they want to be where they, where you're at, what you've done. Um, and that's I just don't know. If, I mean, I I know it's weird to me because Memphis was a two seed, I believe, in the West, but I just feel like they almost need another guy. Yeah, yeah, like as good as Jar is, and like I think they get over this hump, they just need another guy. Like mm-hmm. Jar is not—he's very good, but I don't look at him like he's somebody like LeBron, where he's going to carry a team to the finals and get to the finals every year based on his own talent alone. He needs somebody else there. Yeah, to, I think to really take that next step. Um, Plus, so, it's really hard from the point guard position. Not a lot of guys have been able to do that. It's usually a wing or a big man. Yeah, for sure. Are Did you, you guys, guys... Uh, real, real, hold on, real yeah. quick? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Nope, you go. I was gonna say, did you guys? Um, KG, I probably know the answer. This sure. Did you put any money on the Derby yesterday? No. No. Nope. Did I, I saw it. Pretty the nice. Was unbelievable, though. I you tell you, the that's aerial, the shot that's what I'm above. talking about. That was incredible to watch. 
Yeah. I kept, I always like said to myself, I'm like, obviously, I, I wonder after this race, that guy, that horse was like the, had the largest odds. He was like 80 to one. I saw 99 to one on some, some places. But how many people do you think moving forward are going to just put down like 50 to 100 dollars on the, the largest odds and just oh, yeah. open hits again? Because I'm sitting yeah. there, it's like, could you imagine just being like, fuck it, I'm going to throw $100 on the, the horse with the longest odds, and he hits. But um, we, uh, so Lid's family, they we usually get like 20 of us on her on her mom's side, and we just throw $20 in, and then we randomly draw the pole positions. So Lid drew Epicenter, which is one of the co-favorites, and I had, I can't even remember who the fuck it was. So we're sitting there watching it, and like, Epicenter's like right down, the, like down in the home stretch, and Lid's like, yeah all pumped up and that fucking horse comes out of nowhere. nowhere. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yep. She was rattled. She was rattled for like the next hour. She's like, I can't believe that fucking horse won. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm not um, a good gambler anyway. And I've no. spent a whole weekend in Saratoga. Um, and I've never, and I swear I've never ever won a horse race ever. No. I and I've done like oh I'll pick the top top three to finish and like joking around like you don't even have to give them an order you just pick one of them to finish in the top three, and I'll put like ten dollars on each one, and I swear to God the like best odds, that one of them like that'll finish first second or third and they'll like break a leg or something well I shouldn't say that <laughs> they should, they like fall over to the fucking race or something stupid it's unbelievable I'm the uh, worst luck ever when it comes to horse racing. So, speaking of gambling or whatever and people that are listening aren't in Maine listening to this they i think the the governor just signed a bill it's going to allow uh sports gambling in maine it looks like it's going to be the end of july which i think is, is good news um sure i know you do it a little bit i've done it kg will you do will you do this at all will you uh throw some money down on some games at all now that it's I- like legal you can don't think so because like well, i'm pretty sure we could do it beforehand and i never did it and so i wasn't doing it beforehand because i was nervous or afraid to get in trouble for it so i don't think i'll do it no no i just didn't know if because like i mean i had to do it before like through bovada is like an mm. offshore account or whatever yeah. so i just didn't know that now that it's like a little more like you, know, you can do it through DraftKings or FanDuel or barstool i just didn't know if you'd be if you'd be uh up for it now i'm de- i'm definitely yeah. gonna do it i probably do it mostly during football season yeah. Um. Is when I usually put most of my bets in. Um. I don't really feel like fucking betting on a Cubs Pirates game in the middle of July, but bet the uh, under for runs. <laughs> <laughs> just take the under for runs every time. Oh, it's basically it's pathetic. Yeah. So I'm just wondering. I'm actually looking forward to it. It's a good thing for the state. It's generating revenue. Do. Um. But I'm definitely gonna get involved in it. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, one thing I want to say before we get into the starting five is that I feel like it happens like every year. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's always Mother's Day weekend or not, but like this weekend in sports, it's like such a huge weekend for sports. Like obviously like NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, just for baseball being actually being played. It's great. But then like there was a huge UFC fights. There was huge Canelo boxing matches. There's a Kentucky Derby. It's set. like, it's like just, there's so much stuff going on. Draft so it's like, just happened. Yeah, it's just a huge weekend in sports, and uh, you love to see it. It was a weekend of upsets. Mm. You know, you had the underdog in the derby. You had Mm -hmm. uh, Canelo uh, losing, right? Canelo losing. The guy, I'm trying to think of his last name. I can't think of it right now, but it was like he was like plus 400, plus 450. That beat Canelo? Yeah, didn't he have the dog? Was he the guy with the dog that walked out with the dog? Oh, I I don't know. I didn't see any of that. I'm pretty sure he walked out with his dog. is it Bival or B- Bival? I don't even say it. B-I-V-O-L. Bival. Dimitri? Bival, yeah. Is it Dimitri Bival? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a good time of year. For sure. All right, you want to get right. into it? Yeah, this, this week's uh, is things that piss us off the most. So we're going to do a draft <laughs> on things that just absolutely piss us off, um, whether it might be a... a type of person a thing they do or i don't know well you'll hear them and you'll uh, probably agree with a lot of them you'll agree with all, yeah. um kev i'll start with you the first one is number two i got off here for go a bitch about getting the second pick again 
<laughs> I mean, I think we've done, I don't know how many of these we've done, seven, eight of them. I swear I've gotten the second pick like six times. Number one for Gola. Oh. So you lead us off, Kev second, and I'll take the rear. Yeah, you do it, dude. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm talking you, about. You are an ass man, aren't you? <laughs> um, all right. I'm just, I, there's no, like, doesn't matter who's got number one on this, really. But mm-hmm. one thing that drives me absolutely fucking bananas is assholes that leave their fucking shopping carts by their fucking oh. parking spot in the goddamn parking lot. If you do that, you are scum of the fucking earth. You are a lazy piece of lazy shit. motherfucker. And I legitimately, I don't care if it's fucking raining. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's snowing. I don't care if it's windy. Put your fucking shopping cart back in the carousel in the parking lot. You piece of shit. I fucking hate you. I literally fucking hate people that do this. I it literally is. It's like I want to if I see somebody doing it like while I'm there. I literally just want to like drive the shopping cart and just like chuck it out there. Hey, you missed this. I, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to say to him. I want to fucking bring oh, it oh, back. Oh, hey, yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah, missed like, this back, mean? idiot. Yeah. Is there anything I, worse I, than uh, a busy parking lot like a tons of cars in it? And you see, oh, an open spot. You pull up to it, and there's a shopping cart in it. You gotta like I wiggle kill around people, and like dude. pray it doesn't scream at all. Listen, I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna be this person. I see it mostly at Walmart's. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh huh. Yeah, we're not bad talking Hannaford. Um, uh, have you guys? Episode. Have either of you guys ever found the cart narc on TikTok? No, I've not no. seen that. Oh, it's what actually a pretty good follow. Fucking guy just goes and calls everybody out that he's doing he's got like wands and shit he's like an absolute asshole about it and it's actually funny um and people get I, wicked I mad say, and he yeah, gets a bumper should. sticker that says i don't put my card away and he like puts it on their car and they freak i the love fuck this out. guy one of my favorite yeah, people north you fucking lazy asshole do not him. put your cards in the carousel i don't care if it i don't care yeah i agree i'm uh, outside of there being a medical emergency Great going on in your vehicle way. put the fucking thing away couldn't agree more, man. I, I said before this episode started that I it was I struggled coming up with a lot, and I was hoping mine wouldn't get stolen, and I that was one of mine on my list. So I'm already down one. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. All right. Okay, this really pisses me off. It better. It's my first pick. I freaking cannot stand it when sports fans use the term "we" when a team loses <laughs> that they cheer for. The Patriots go out and lose a game. Oh, yeah, we had a really rough game tonight. We just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. We just, you know, we didn't show up to the game. You weren't a part of the fucking game. You're not a part of the team. There's no we. The Pats lost. They lost. It was them, not we. Don't ever fucking use that. Uh, I've been caught using it, but I definitely agree. I I'm not a we. No, and I, I do hate when I like before, but... hear other people say it. If you guys say it on this episode, I'll be calling you, or on any episodes, I'll be calling that's you. Fine. Just, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. No, you throw the red flags. That's warranted. Yeah. Yeah, that I, is that is a good one. Um. All right. First round. I'm gonna go with I. I hate. Um. You know, pisses me off. I almost lost my mind on a guy the other day. People that honk their horn in Maine. Um. Yep. It's just like a just a rule in fucking Maine. We don't like, you might like toot your horn. Like, Hey, it's been green for three seconds. Boop, yep. boop, hey, give him a little wave. Yep. But in Maine, we don't do what happens in mass in Connecticut and other more populated states. We don't honk after a half a second of the light turning green. We just don't do it. Um, the other day I was in the old port and some, some guy from Connecticut, the light turned green, but there was nowhere for the other guy, the guy to go. Like the, Traffic was backed up. They're doing an art walk in Port Old Port. It was busy as hell. Guy honks his horn. The guy can't move. I almost went up to his fucking window and been like, "Hey, motherfucker, we don't do that shit." <laughs> Relax. Uh, but I and I was hot. I was like, "Did you, Kim? Did you see that? That fucking guy's honking his <laughs> horn. He's nowhere to go." Um, it just irks me the wrong way. We don't honk our horns here, man. It's uh just a polite honk or like, "Hey, there's a buddy walking down the street." Beep, beep. 
Yeah. Anytime I yeah. hear a horn honk, it's like I snap my neck to it because like you don't hear it often. So it's like, whoa, yeah. what's yeah. going on? You know, why is there a horn being honked? But yeah, uh, the only time I ever do it is like what you agree. If someone's been sitting there and you can see their heads down, they're like looking at their phone at the light. I'll just give a the quickest tap you can possibly yeah. give. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, just barely, like, oh, we're good, wanted, we're good. I barely want them to hear the horn, but I want them yeah. to hear it. Like, I don't want to make it obvious what I'm doing. I want it to yes. sound like my hand slipped and fucking hit it on accident. Yes, exactly. Yeah. My new truck has the worst fucking horn ever. I'm like scared to hit it because it's like it's a dodge. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I just tapped it. And it's like, okay, not, not, no noise, no noise, no noise. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? I didn't mean to do that. It's like a fucking so now I just don't bull horn. Uh, yeah. Uh, my next one is uh, the Facebook, uh, perfect Facebook people um, that just fucking think their Facebook world is the most perfect thing ever. Um, posts about 3,000 photos and um, stories and, oh my God, my life's great. Look at all my kids. Look at all this. You know, there's people out there struggling. First off, you're not perfect. You're probably going to be fucking divorced in two years. So people relax. <laughs> And then the other thing is, like, people are out there struggling. Like, relax, all right? You're not perfect. Let those other people do their thing. Like, you don't have to show off. Like, no, you're not impressed with anybody. You're fucking six likes. Relax. That's the thing about Facebook. Like, Twitter, we don't – there's a lot of people on Twitter you don't know, right? Facebook, you know everyone because they're your legit friends. You know them through life. So you know who they're – what their life is about. So if they're Mm -hmm. just faking that shit, sugarcoating it for everyone else to see, it's like, come on. That's not you. I – I'll say this. I I don't miss that shit at all. I don't think I've had Facebook probably for, I don't know. It's got to be close to 10 years. It's got close to 10 years. I have just got to the point where I'm like, I don't give two fucks what you guys, what other people are doing. Unless I talk to you, I just don't care. I don't, yeah. I know that sounds bad, but like no. my friends, like you guys, I talk to you guys and it's like, I care what you guys are doing. There's people that I was friends with on Facebook that I, like, went to fucking elementary school or college with, and I'm like, why am I even, like, I don't give a shit what you ate for dinner on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, I, so I don't miss that stuff about Facebook. I do get, like, some um, entertainment when you guys post stuff to a group chat, the stuff that goes on on Facebook, but uh, it's definitely not enough for, for me to want to uh, sign back up for it. Yep. I will once in a while, well, I won't even do it, but my wife will do it because she'll post a picture of the kid because her mother just had so many friends. They want to see the kid, but it's not like life's, you know, roses and and everything's perfect. Um, Her real friends know what's going on with the kid and she doesn't need, or I don't need to post something to to show off. Like my friends really like they'll, they know I'm golfing. They know I'm out. Like, I don't need to fucking tell everybody I'm doing that stuff. Right. So, like, for for reason, there are certain reasons of Facebook. I love the idea of it. Like you said, post, you know, for relatives, maybe they're across the country you don't see. They get to see your kids and shit like that. But when people start, it's just like, it just seems like it's so much bullshit. Like, political, Mm -hmm. which I I can't stand politics at all. So, I I just, that's a whole other thing. That's a nice segue into my next pick right there for gold because mine is roadside political signs. I fucking hate everything to do with my politics. Can't stand them. And these people are trying to stuff politics in my face. Has anyone ever changed their vote because they saw a roadside political sign? You saw a sign (laughs) like, holy shit, that's an excellent blue color they use in that sign right there. Let's vote for this guy. Just come on. Get the fuck out of here. I no one cares yeah. about them. They all, they're only bad because the people are going to forget them. They're going to be pollution for our environment. Get them out of here. Stop putting politics in my face. What I a waste of money. Do, it is. And I can tell you this right now. I, I honestly think this is the God's honest truth. I could have my father or my mother, or my brother, even my, well, maybe not just running for political office. And I would not put a fucking sign on my lawn saying I support them. I, I fucking refuse to do it. I've had people knock on my door. Can I put this on my lawn? I'm like, get the fuck out. Absolutely not. There's no chance. I don't Pull give a pull fuck. Gun at him. She was dead. <laughs> Move, motherfucker. Move, motherfucker. I, no, gee, that is, I did not think of that. That is perfect, though. I fucking I, I, agree with you so much. 
in a world we live in now with everything's analytical and they have stats on everything, I would love to see the statistics on if anyone's vote got swayed because of a roadside. <laughs> it's less than one percent. It has to be. It's. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. You know zero. what? You know what is my favorite though? When you do see some of them, and you got like some candidates, and they got these wicked fancy, like professionally made signs, and then you got somebody who just like painted a piece of fucking plywood. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yo, I like the plywoods. <laughs> when it was just those, they have. A lot of times they have like whatever the last name is. Say it's like Gallant. The G A L L A is like really big, and then it ran out of room for the N and T are like significantly smaller. It's so fucking good. Um, so. Okay, it's on me, right? Yeah. Okay, so okay, this is another one. I don't deal with this very often because I don't travel very often. But assholes who stand up on the plane as soon as the fucking thing lands. Get the fuck out of my face. You were in row 32. It's going to be fucking 20 minutes before you fucking deboard the plane. Yeah, Sit the fuck horses. down. We all want to get Sit up. the fuck down. And also, I'm, I don't know if I can add. No, I probably can't add to it. I was going to say, if you clap after the flight's over, I want to murder you. You're <laughs> a fucking loser. I have never been, a, I've never I've, been on a clap. Oh, hey, people clap on a fucking plane when the flight's over. I was like, <laughs> I want to kill you. Shut. Like I've been through some asshole. turbulence. And like the lady behind me was like hard, like, oh my god, and like like no. shit was gonna, that was like we were going down or something. That was a little extreme, but I've never been through a clapper. No, I I just I'm sorry, like I get it, like if you're in the first row, okay, your fucking baggage is there, yeah. get up, grab get it, get up, go. get the fuck out. If you're out. if you're anywhere but past row like seven, sit the fuck down. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get out any faster. It's like, hey, lady, I'm in row 18. You're in row 32. I need to go before you. Sit the fuck down until your shit's gone. It fucking drives me nuts. This is the kind of episode we needed because we needed a little bit of aggression yeah. out of a goal. Dude, I think we're getting it. My uh, last okay. flight I went on to was from Las Vegas, and they had this guy, um, and he had, like, a, a giant keyboard that he was bringing on. And uh, this motherfucker went – was carrying this thing down and his pants fell down. Um, he turns and I'm not joking. This thing was six feet long hits someone in the back of the head. That's sitting down. Oh, <laughs> we're like, Holy shit. So the stewardess girl, whatever comes over. and was like, sir, can I help you put that up top? And he was like, no, you can't fucking touch my shit. And he's just like, Oh, I'm just trying to help you get it in. He's like, well, there's no room. Like I'm late to getting on the plane. She's like, well, where, where are you going to put that thing? And he was like, I paid for fucking three seats so I can put it somewhere. Oh, my God. And he, she was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not going to move people's stuff. And, oh, my God, it was such a debacle. But it was when he smoked this chick in the back of the head trying to pick up his pants. I have never laughed so fucking hard. And I was so hungover. This lady next to me is like, did you just see that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's good. Um, all right, so my next pick, and this is more of a recency thing because we just dealt with it. I absolutely hate how no matter what you order for a piece of furniture, you have to put it together with a fucking Allen wrench. It's the most useless fucking tool known to man. The son of a bitch who invented it, I I fucking hate him. He's like one of the most hated. I should have put him on the top of my most hated list now that I think of it. I hate fucking Allen wrenches. Yeah, I have the ones where you can put the handle on them and they're like way better. But those little fucking L-shaped pieces of shit, you can't move them. You fucking, oh, I hate them fucking things so much. I just much, had dude. to lower my crib for the baby probably yep. two hours ago, dude. And sure enough, I grab an Allen wrench and my fucking, they're so small and I got pretty big hands, so I can't, they freaking hurt my hands, dude, after because of like yanking on them, yanking on them. They fall out, they fall, like they hit the ground, you got to go pick them up. Uh, like the worst is when it's up against the edge of a bar and you have to like yep. keep putting it in, take it out. Oh, it God, out. that is yeah, so frustrating. I had so I did have one, and I th- I don't know, maybe it wasn't an Allen, it might have been like one of those star heads, but I got, we got something in one time and it legit was like a socket, like a socket wrench. You put it in and just fucking go like that back and forth, and it tightened it. It was fantastic. Allen wrenches, I I, I hate them so goddamn mm-hmm. much. Just give me a goddamn flathead or a fucking uh. Yep, Phillips head fucking screw to put in this. Fuck you, Alan, whoever you are. Alan's an <laughs> asshole. Alan. I Alan did not have that one on my list, but I, I going back, I think that 
could easily be a top three pick for me. All right. All right. What about, let's go back to the driving in your car thing here. How about when you come up to a crosswalk and you stop and you let a pedestrian go by and they don't wave to you? Yeah. I, dude, so good. I'm not a so big dude. Good. I've never been in the fight in my life, but like I am fucking I feel like I'm so confrontational and just scream in my car when that situation comes up. I fucking hate it. Like oh. you just can't wait. You can't lift your hand up just like three inches and give me a quick little or a head nod even. I'll take a head nod. Yes. Give me something. I Acknowledge like, it. Oh, I'm with you, dude. I legit it's like in my head, I'm like fuck I, every time somebody does that to me. I'm like, you're welcome, you fucking loser. Like, that's the I, hey, that's the only time they deserve the honk. Hey, fuck yeah, that's you. That's true. That's true. But no, we were just in Folly Beach, um, and Brennick and I were driving, and we were just talking about this. And sure enough, I let somebody go, and uh, rolled down. They didn't do anything. Rolled down the windows. You're fucking welcome. Mm-hmm. See ya. But yeah, it, fucking. Assholes. It could be because like we're from like Maine and like small towns and whatnot, yes. and like you know the crosswalks are. It's okay. not like your crosswalks in New York City where. We don't even have like crosswalk signals that tell you when the when to walk and when not to walk in you know in our hometown. So I don't know. It, that pisses me off though. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah, I did. That's that was that's good. All one. right. My next one is <clears throat> when you're. It's the person at work that asks questions, um, and I don't mind questions, but it's the one that when we're in like a two-hour meeting. And it's the end and it's fucking lunchtime and they're like, anyone got any questions? And no one raises their hand and then like, okay, so our next, and then someone's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then they want to keep, keep us there, um, for another hour. Cause they got like five questions. Cause they want to just be the person that like, like they already answered these. You're asking questions just so they can like see who you are. Um, there's a hundred people in these meetings. Why are you the one to ask these questions to keep me in this meeting? Right. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I've ever been diagnosed with like ADD, but I feel like I have it sometimes, especially with like long meetings. Like once like an hour mark gets in a meeting, it's like I'm done with it. I, mm-hmm. I'm losing my Brain's focus. Losing, yeah. And when the when someone's asking questions, that keeps prolonging that. That yeah. I'm usually taking my headphones oh. off and just I'm out of it at that point. And it and it's usually like one of two people. It's either somebody yes. who like no matter how much they explain it, they're never gonna get it. They just fucking will not get it. Or they're the fucking ones that are the suck bags, and they're like underneath the fucking boss's desk every day, fucking hitting their head off the fucking bottom of it. it it's just it drives it. Yeah, no, it's it's so fucking ridiculous. Why? <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it is. It's just, Me it's and my work friends would be like, when it happens, we just start texting each other like, "Are you fuck? Here we go. Here we go. We thought we were gonna be out of the out of work at four thirty. Here we go." Oh my gosh, it happens. Oh, it's fucking pathetic. Yeah. Uh, my next one is the one upper. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, like when I have like a story or something to tell or um, something happened. Like it could be crazy. I think there's, um, you know, like I've I feel like in sports I've experienced a lot in my life, and then like I'll come. And I'll be talking about it and you'll hear like someone talk about like something happened that at the rec league. I'm like, I just played in a fucking tournament with Kevin Durant, Greg Oden, Mike Conley. And you're talking about fucking rec league. Get the fuck out of here. Um, those one uppers just drive me fucking nuts. Like there's there's a difference of people in this world and where you're playing and what you're doing in life and, and most of my life sports. So basically that's what I'm getting at. So. It's funny, like, I can't even think of, like, a specific moment where that's happened, but I guarantee it's happened to me 10,000 times. You know what I mean? It is it, something probably because I just want to forget about it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that pisses me off, too. It's probably, probably something after it. the fact. I, I got to um, admit, I've probably done it. Yeah, no, you have. I just didn't want to say <laughs> it on here. No. It's probably one of those things, too, where, like, after we leave and be like, what the f-? Like, I'll talk to my wife and be like, what the fuck was up with that anyways, you know? Yeah. All right. How about this one, boys? You get ready in the morning. You get all your clothes on. Slip on your pants. You slip on your socks. And then you step into the kitchen and you step into a puddle of water on the floor with your fresh, clean socks. 
Yep, that's a good wet one, dude. Sock. That feeling, I that feeling of having a wet sock would drive me bananas. I, I talked about a couple episodes ago where I said I'd love to go on Survivor. You see these people on Survivor, they they have one pair of socks and their socks are always wet and sandy. I I don't even think I just knowing that now, I don't even know if I could go on that show because of that reason. Well, that that alone, that feeling just drives me bananas. Having, I dude, I couldn't agree more. Having like sock, wet socks have to be like one of the worst. We should do oh. a starting five of your worst like feelings or worst something along those lines because it is awful. It sucks. When you like, or when you like, you're going out in the like, winter time and like you step in a fucking puddle, dude, and it's just like water goes over your boot or your shoe. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to fucking just jump in it and just drown myself. I remember <laughs> my senior year of high school. Um, in football, Andrew McCann decided that he was never going to wash his socks. Oh. It was the grossest thing ever. And Elwood lost his mind and was like, listen, everyone's bringing everything they have home. People are getting sick and washing everything. And, like, this kid was so proud of his socks. I'm like, dude, they're like pancakes right now. They're all stretched out. They're hard as a fucking rock. <laughs> it was disgusting. It was, dude, it, it was so ridiculous in high school. I remember, like... You go in the football locker room, and they just be like our undershirts. They just be st- like on Stop. the hooks in the, and they'd be stiff as a board. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, what the fuck? It was so nasty. Yeah, back when the boys wore crop tops. Yeah, fucking. Oh yeah. All right, for goals up. I'm up. Yep. Sorry, back to I thought sure. He just said oh, one upper. With uh, questions at work. Oh, and that's then, right. Uh, one upper. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to take a shot at my wife here, but she's okay. Cause she kind of gave me, gave it to me. One thing that drives me fucking nuts and my wife does it all the time. And I get, <laughs> What up, Lid? What up, Lid? <laughs> Instead of just taking the fucking trash out, she just keeps pushing it down into the fucking can. Oh, and I want to lose. I want to lose my goddamn mind. Because at the end of the day, it pisses me off because our trash can, sometimes she pushes it down so much that it goes underneath the lip. And then I got to take a fucking knife <laughs> or something else and pry it out and then pop it out. And, and then you got to take. Half the time the bag's so full, you go to pull it up and the fucking thing rips. I I can't stand if just change the fucking trash. Take the bag out, put a fresh one in. I don't give a fuck if it's half a full, half full. I go to the dump twice a week. <laughs> fucking put it in the fucking garage. I love her to death, but my fucking Christ, I can't stand it. Ha- have Ooh. trash bags gotten thinner too? I feel like they've gotten thinner yeah, over the probably. I, I rip my. I should have put that on, but I rip my That's all it. the goddamn time, and Mine it, rips that does all piss the time me off. And, I but I do so push much. my <laughs> fucking gym. And we used to have this roommate that I I fucking or tenant I should say. Uh, we rented our room for like three months, and I fucking hated the kid. And he was like trying to be like this fucking hero of like, oh, I'm trying to help out, and he would just always take the trash out. I'm like, dude, the trash is like I just put three pieces in it. Like there's an empty bag of chips, um, a, a sandwich bag. And like uh, the lettuce, I went bad. That's all that's in the trash. And he would be like, ah, I took the trash out, took the trash out. So I just made it a point in my head, like, I will fucking fill this trash to the max, dude, to show this kid how much I can put in this fucking trash before we take it out. And since then, I've just stuck with filling this fucking thing until forever. I hate it. I fucking hate it so much, dude. Every time I do it, I like go to take the bag out and it's like a struggle. Um, And I'm like, why did I just take it out? A day yeah, ago. you need a goddamn porta power to fucking stretch your trash can out to pull the tra- the bag out. Straight facts. No, it's it's so true. Fucking chain fall to fucking ratchet it up to get yeah. it out. Oh, that's a good one. The one day that hold on the one time that so it happened once, and well, it happens all the time. But one time when I pulled it out, there was a little bit of a rip in it, and I was bringing it out to my truck to go to the dump. Oh, and when I, I went to pick it up, the fucking thing ripped open. Oh, man. I've never wanted to fucking... Oh, Dagger. my dude. I was so fucking pissed. Oh, shit. I got two of them in a row. You got two uh, in a row, man. So, this is... I hate going... It's mostly convenience stores. 
But when I go in and I'm like trying to be friendly with a fucking person behind a register and they are just complete fucking assholes, I want to punch them in the mouth. There's a store on Route 4 in Livermore, uh, Long Greens Variety. I stop there on occasion, well, more than occasion. Sometimes it's like every day. Best breakfast burritos. No, it, it either is Western every day or sometimes every day. No, it's every day. Sometimes um, every day. But there was legit, like I walked in one day and this lady was behind a counter. I open the door, make eye contact. Morning. She just fucking stares at me. I'm like, okay. So grab my breakfast burrito, go over, get a coffee, go up to the register. Good morning. Stares at me. Doesn't say a fucking word. I'm like, this bitch. And I'm like, all right, she's having a bad day. Three fucking days in a row. I'm like, I listen, if you work in like in a, the hospitality department, don't be an asshole. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's just like it's easiest fucking thing in the world. Like, I get it. People have bad days. If it's once in a while or whatever. But if you're just going to be a fucking prick all the time, find a new fucking job. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but you shouldn't be working when you have fucking face to face interaction with people all the goddamn time. Mm hmm. At first, I thought you, you were hate- talking about uh, uh, another customer in line with you. Are you talking about the employee? employee. Oh, the employee. Yeah. Legit, yep. that lady for like three fucking days straight. I walk in. Good morning. Get up to the counter. How's it going? Just doesn't fucking say anything to me. The like stares we- at me. And all, the only thing she says is like the total. She's like six six seventy two. I'm like. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> you fucking, it's fine. It's like, listen, bitch, it's 530 in the morning. I don't want to be up either. But if you hate your job that much, go find another one. Jesus yeah. Christ. There's a guy at Amato's across the street from us that uh, he's the manager, but he's there every day, it feels like. And my goal in life is to get the guy to say more than two words. Uh, I have yet to get, I don't think any words. I think I just get head nods. Um, He's a miserable human being, and that's just who he is. So. Gosh. It's it's a it's a goal to get those words out maybe one day. All right, my last pick here. Okay, so here in Maine, we I mean we got some highways, but a lot of the roads here in Maine are like rural back roads, right? So like you're getting ready to go for a trip and you get behind um you're on like a faster road, 50, 55 miles an hour road, and you get behind someone. I can't stand it when that person in front of you will go 60 and then slow down to 50 and then go 65 and then slow down to 45. It's like if you're going to go one speed, if you're going to go slow, that's fine. I can pass you. If you're going to go fast, that's fine. I can just, you know, be behind you. But when you keep going back and forth, back and forth like that, I I find myself screaming in the car like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Or a a lot of times I use the – uh, cruise control on the highway and i'll be driving yeah. and i'm like i'll set it at like 80 or something and i go fucking past the guy well next thing you know the guy comes fucking past me i'm yeah. like well it ain't me because i've been going fucking 80 the whole time next thing you know i go past him 20 minutes later here he comes like bro i've guys- been going 80 the entire fucking time so what's going on there that you this is this keeps happening do you guys feel bad at all i feel like a lot of times i'm in the vehicle and there's a vehicle going like s- slow I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, will you move it? Fuck, whatever. And, like, I'll go up and pass him, and it's, like, some, like, 89-year-old old fucking old lady going to get groceries. And I'm like, oh, I kind of feel like an asshole now. But it's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, what the fuck? The call is fucking ramming her off the road. Yeah. <laughs> Bumping him with the bumpers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Actually, I, uh, Robin's racing. Good one, Kev. Um, I was going to do a drive one, too, but I think that that's pretty close to what yours had. Mine was just people driving slow in the pass lane. But... I'm going to switch it up, and um, I hate huh people. So, have you ever asked somebody a question, and they go, huh? And then they answer the fucking question. Like, why the fuck every time I ask a question, you go, huh? (laughs) And then you answer it. Either you didn't hear what I said, or you just answered the fucking question. It's not hard. Um, Mm -hmm. But I know a lot of people that are like, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did that. I I went to the shopping mall the other day. Yeah. Stop saying, huh? It's it's not supposed to be a part of your, your vocabulary um, unless it's a question that you didn't know what I what I said. I mean, that's usually so, because they're not paying attention to you in the first place. And they're kind of which probably is true. And then they they. Yeah. I, that's like one of those other things. Like, I, I can't tell you a specific time it's happened to me, but it's happened to me a lot. A real I, lot. Same thing. I could not think of a specific yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. No, I that's, I hear you. Um, Is that it? 
That's five, man. That's that's it. Oh, you got a lot. Right, you got I'm a lot left. Through, I'm gonna rip through a couple that I had left. Yeah, you're a pretty grumpy um, person, so I'm sure you got quite. I a am pretty grumpy. <laughs> so this is another. This is another one. Shout out my. Uh, shout out my wife. She gave me oh, this, God, one. Get, this one. You're doing this to our Mother's Day guy? <laughs> what are you doing to her? <laughs> she gave me a No, like, she well, thought I, of she, it. She doesn't do it, right? I, no, she, she gave them to me. I legit, I'm like, you, you know what pisses me off all the time. I need some help. <laughs> she does this, and like, I'm going to preface this by saying, if we're going out in public, I understand, okay? But, like, to say, just say tonight, for instance, I get pajamas for the kids, or get a pajama for, like, my daughter, and they don't, it's not a doesn't have footies in it so i gotta get socks if the pajamas are red and i get yellow socks she's like what are you doing i'm like what do you mean she goes the socks don't match i go it doesn't fucking matter she's going to sleep like the only people that are gonna see her are you and i and i don't think she cares and she will legitimately put different socks on to match i'm like what the fuck are we doing here if like i said if we're going out in public i get it if it's just gonna be us i don't know what the big deal is um so i had that um People who park like assholes, I fucking uh, drives me nuts. Like, figure it out. Just learn how to back into a fucking parking spot. Don't be a loser. Okay? Figure it out. Um, what else? I had one more. Oh, again, cardboard. I I swear to God, every time I come home, there's a new fucking box at my house because we just order shit all the time. And then I go in my garage and there's legitimately a mountain of fucking cardboard and it just drives me bananas. So that's something my wife does is that she's she's she knows how to open the top part of the box to get to the stuff inside, but she doesn't know how to how to open the bottom part of the box to make the cardboard flat, you know. So I, I always yeah. I go to a recycle thing. It's always just like boxes are full, like they're still put together. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh yeah, you, you couldn't figure out how to just slice <laughs> the bottom of it. But. And, and the last thing I had, I was not going to use it, and I might get some slack for this. Excuse me. And I'm going to preface this by saying I love them dearly, but my fucking kids drive me nuts sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there are certain instances I'm just like, I fucking love you guys, but God damn it, you are really pissing me off right now. <laughs> but um, it wasn't enough for me to put mm-hmm. it on the list, but my fucking kids do piss me off. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think all of our children piss oh, us yeah. off. Um yeah, I had to throw that. Katie out. was saying to me, she's like, she's like, there's so many things the kids do that piss you off, and I'm like, I can't put them on this. Like, this is this is something that's like set in stone. Like, I'm saying this out here, I can't this put them on my list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I mean, I wouldn't have put them on the list, but I, I mean, no, listen, I, no, go. We all can admit it. Everybody gets a little like, uh, like Bo yesterday driving in the car. Like, he just ate. He's perfectly fine. He just wanted to be held, and it's like we have 20 more minutes to get home, and he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. you fucking wait, dude. We're getting home, <laughs> and I'm still not holding you. You're just gonna go sit and sit in your chair. Yeah. I only had a couple. That's... I'm not even gonna t- go ahead. You keep going if you get. No, I was just no. I know what you mean. Like today, we give rice. She had some lunch or whatever, right? And give her some small chips. Well, she takes the fucking chips and she goes over on a TV stand with like some toy and just starts smashing them into the TV stand, and then just throws the shit on the floor. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks at you she's like hi dada and i'm like god damn it why you gotta be so cute about it yeah. <laughs> anyways uh the only ones i had were dealing with insurance companies i fucking hate i think oh, that's all a huge oh, scam they just try to fuck you over every time so that's yeah. one and the other is like if you're at like an event <clears throat> uh, like a sporting game or something like that and like you're waiting in line for a beer and there's like people like cutting, like people who like friends will be in line in front of you. Yeah. And then like a, a random friend yeah. shows up and they just cut in line in front of you. It's, you know, line cutters, basically. I have, uh, I have people that just tell you about their workouts all the time. Like I am so <laughs> out of shape. I don't work out. I wish I did. I should. I know I should. It's okay. Um, but you don't have to tell me what you ate and like how you feel so guilty about eating, but you are a thousand times skinnier than me. So chill the fuck out. Um, I don't need to hear about it. Workout people. Um, and then um, you've heard of teacher pets. I hate work pets. Um, people that just fucking bow down to their their bosses. And uh, I, you know, everyone knows those people that just can't get off their bo- their boss and um, saying whatever they want and doing whatever they want and like trying to yeah. act better than everyone else in the on the team or whatever the department. 
Um, last one yeah. is people that you see out on dates and they're on their phone the whole time. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add something to that whole date thing. And uh, if you guys do this and I don't think you do, I am gonna apologize. If you're on a fucking date and you sit on the same side as the table or in a booth oh. as your fucking whoever you're with, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. I fuck anytime I used to see people I'd go like go to a restaurant somewhere, you see see people sitting on the same side of the booth, I'm like what are you doing? You just ask him. Unless, you, more? unless you're getting a, unless you're getting a little fucking tug underneath the table, get on the other fucking side of it, for Christ's sake. This is fucking ridiculous. I fucking hate it so much. Let me tell you something. Fagola is definitely not going to hit the under of uh, 20 F-bombs this episode. He's going over. Uh, I hey, hope so. so that, the episode that I said I was going to try not to say yeah. fuck, I think I said it twice. That's it. How have you been since I then? can't. Wait, was that a one? Uh, was that a one episode goal? Was it just a one? It wasn't like a forever goal, well, right? He, it was no, trying to be last. That, this is an episode where he gets mad. So, well, you yeah, you're gonna talk about shit that yeah, pisses yeah, me yeah, off. There's yeah, no yeah. way I'm not gonna start dropping f bombs. <laughs> but I'm telling you, good. that is another thing that drives. Oh, fuck, sitting on the same side of the. Bo- I could like this is another one that if I really sat down, I could probably come up with like a oh, hundred of them. No doubt. People that uh, complain yeah. all the time in restaurants too drive me nuts. Oh my god! I think yeah. you talked about this, didn't you? You said that yeah, you could put a finger in your food, so, you'd still tip them twenty percent. Yeah. Outside of somebody taking a shit on my plate, they're probably getting twenty seven percent. I'm just not gonna lie. Or yeah, I we just, can just put low tippers on there, right? Like I fucking uh-huh. hate when people low tip. Freaking Kim had to be yeah. a waitress, and now she thinks everyone needs fifty percent. For Christ's sake, it's like relax. <laughs> they don't need fifty percent, well, but we'll do thirty, and I'm guessing they're gonna be happy. Yeah, every you I I obviously I like I don't know if I'll ever be able to do this, but like I've always wanted to be like one of those situations where you just leave somebody like a thousand dollars, like it'd be oh, so cool to be able to do that shit and like just like you know because like obviously it'd be like make their fucking year or yeah. day or whatever, but it'd be so sick to just be like oh it's a hundred dollar bill like here's a grand that'd be so yeah. awesome yeah, and if you're rich and you're not doing that go fuck yourself you're a prick like filthy it, rich you know what I mean like I think there's rich but I think there's filthy rich. Go make people's day. Yeah. Um. We'll uh. We'll post like a thing about this tomorrow. But we got to hear what if anyone listening, you know, we got to hear what your guys' thoughts are on things that piss you For off. Sure. Because I know we list, yeah. we probably lo- uh, forgot a lot of them. Because uh, there's so many. Because we're just all miserable people. I think by the way it sounds. So uh, we we got to hear that. Yeah. You know, I'm get gonna... up tomorrow morning and go go to work, and I'll probably think of 17 more. Are you guys good with uh, cutting this short? We'll go spend the rest of uh, Mother's Day with our wives, and uh, yep. we'll talk to you guys again uh, Thursday. We'll drop another episode. So, yep. All Sounds right. good. Awesome. We, uh, All right. Sounds good. Make sure you subscribe, like our post, or like our uh, podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Beers Dad Ball. Um, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Love all you moms out there. Peace. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We'll